I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I run hip hop by the numbers on Twitter. We use hip hop statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I'm director of the Fifth Element, where I highlight the Fifth Element hip hop, which is knowledge. And welcome to Digging in Digging. Jay-Z bought a million streams. Oh, that's iconic. <laughs> iconic line from anyone who doesn't like the fact that Jay-Z had a deal. <laughs> Everyone would have taken oh. that deal. Everyone would have. I, I hate that narrative. If you, if someone said to you, you could get a million I'll, I'll copies. Off, guys. If you could buy a million copies or someone, you could sell a million copies of your album before it dropped. Oh, no, I wouldn't take that. That's not pure. It's not authentic. Shut the fuck up. You would take it in a heartbeat. Everyone would. Give me a break, man. Relax. It's fine. Sorry. Hi, Ben. Charlie, come on, man. 7 a.m. Don't don't rile me up within four seconds of the podcast. Though. Getting your energy up, my dude. Getting your energy up, man. Yeah, you're helping me. Got to get you high up. Can't, can't be, like, you know, lethargic. Got to get you, got to get you warming up. I'll get my boy warmed up, you know what I mean? Can't be sleeping. <clears throat> I'm sleep. All right, cool. Now that uh, he's warmed up and, well, it's only 8 p.m. here, so I'm, I'm pretty warm. Yeah, right. Uh, how's your week been? And what have you been listening to this week? I'll tell you what, man. I'll get it to it in a bit in a lighter note, but it has been a very depressing week in Sydney. If anyone's been seeing the news, bro, I'll talk about it in the lighter note, but it's been a rough freaking week. Um, And we're recording today on a Sunday, actually, for me, and it's a Saturday night for Charlie, so... We only had two days, two days to listen, or one day to listen to music, really. And I managed to get into four projects. So I'm going to start with this. And a couple of weeks ago, there was some French Montana slander on the podcast from Charlie. And I, you know, it was a bit <laughs> sneaky. And I let it slide because, to be perfectly honest, I was a little bit embarrassed to admit that I really like some of French's music. And I always felt. <laughs> that he had a classic album in him. And I thought that would be Mac and Cheese 4. I thought everything was aligning for that project. But it didn't eventuate. You know, it was leaked. L.A. Reid blew French up by saying there was no hype for it. It came out as a mixtape. It was okay, but it wasn't the big event we all expected. So he dropped Montana. Okay. Now, it is a fucking slap. I'm going from best to worst projects again. This is my best project of the week. It was a total slap. It's a total vibe. And I can't really even explain why. French has one of the most unique voices in the game, but he is no craftsman on the mic. He often sounds completely out of his depth, flailing through beats as if he were like learning to swim in a vat of lemon juice. I'm like, what are you doing there, French? Like, what? You, what? What is okay. this? And it, it for some reason, it freaking works. And on Montana, it finally works for almost an entire album. The beats are slam dunks. French is uncanny on them, adding charm and personality to everything he touches. It's like he can do no wrong. Even when his flow is just truly head-scratching, like on Salam Alaikum or um, Suicide Doors, he sounds horror. His flow is just... What are, what are you saying? But it just sounds fluid enough to work, and the texture of his bad flow pairs with the beat, and it's really addictive. But... I'm dr- I'm listening to it yesterday while I was driving home for the second run through by the way second second listen I was driving home from seeing a friend and 
I was listening to the album in the back. All of a sudden, in the back of my mind, I thought, oh, I wonder if he put that fucking Logic track on here. And Twisted <laughs> came on, right? And Logic came on. And at first, I, I couldn't even pick who it was. I he was fucking mimicking Venom. Jake. He was mimicking Jake Cole so hard. I genuinely thought, holy shit, Jake French got Jake Cole on this thing. And then it dawned on me. And I scrambled desperately for the skip button before that fucking atrocious bar came out of his mouth. But it came out before I could complete the skip. And I turned the album off and I couldn't listen anymore. That That is genuinely the worst bar of this decade. And Logic, by definition, becomes the worst rapper of this decade. And he tainted a great album. But if your sensibilities aren't as intense as mine, if, if you don't know what the bar is, I'm not going to repeat it. Just go and Google it. It's horrific. But I highly recommend the album outside of like that whole Logic verse. And it's my album of the week, and uh, it's a total banger. Then we get to Tentacion's Bad Vibes Forever. I'm a massive XXX fan. Spotify said that he was my fo- fifth most listened to artist this year. I bought two of his albums on vinyl for my birthday. And I feel a connection and resonance with his music. And this release sits really poorly for me. It's exemplified by Demons, which is... The first verse, XXX has this really incendiary message for God, like threatening him and speaking what he might do if he were to meet God. And so the issue for me is XXX's passing was tragic and sudden. And although he spoke often about death and his own mortality in his music, it's doubtful he had any premonition that he'd pass so suddenly in his early 20s. And anyone who listens deeply to him knows how personal and private his words feel. You know, Triple X lives his truth and he puts his soul into every word and line he raps or sings and it liberates him and the listener because it's tapping into that deeply personal part of ourselves that we only reveal to like the closest people in our life and it feels like Triple X is letting us into his darkest places for better or worse. So for them to put these songs out without his blessing, to bring in random features like fucking rick ross who clearly wrote and recorded his verse after xxx passed because he references the passing it just feels so disrespectful these are deeply personal tales and poems from an insightful soul and his art should in my view only be released on his own terms and this wasn't from a musical standpoint if we're just taking that disrespect out of it it's a bad mix we're used to seeing xxx by himself and he only is joined by collaborators when it really lifts the song all of the guests, with the exception of Lil Wayne and Noah Cyrus, feel like they're invading his personal space, and it makes for a horrible listening. Like, you're trying to get into the vibe he curates, and then fucking Rick Ross blunders in with a pointless verse about money, jewelry, and a bunch of other random, other luxury crap he can't seem to remove his mind from. Source Walker sounds horrible on here. I don't know what he was doing on there. And... I don't know why they did it. It's a, it's a really disrespectful release, and I'm really sad about it. The title, in my view, should have been flipped. It should have been, the record label is Bad Vibes Forever. They should have put it out under their name, and the title of the album should have been XXXTentacion. Um, and they should have owned it and put their name as a lead artist and left it as a tribute to him, which is still horrific, but at least it wouldn't have his name on it. And, yeah, I can't recommend people listen to this because... Um, it was just really sad. It made me really sad that, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. The whole situation is sad, and yeah, man, that that was a really that brought my that was a bad fucking bad vibe that one. But there are still two albums worse than that this week. Iggy Azalea's Wicked Ways EP. Um, I like Iggy because I'm Australian, 
uh, and her last album, <laughs> Punchline. Come on, man. Like, that's Iggy's alright. So, that's such a crap baseline. <laughs> no, but Iggy's alright. Iggy's alright. She's right. the same as me. I have to listen. Iggy's <laughs> no. alright. Iggy's alright. Her last. Her Be last independent, album. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, well, guess what? She is independent. So uh, that's yeah, sure, okay. So her last album, yeah, her punchline is really solid. Her beats were slaps. Um, the features killed. <laughs> but on this album, man, she, she look. She has a, a very distinct cadence and tone, which she's incapable of switching up. She's never switched up her flow or her cadence or tone at all. And so when it comes to popping up on different kinds of beats, she honestly sounds like Ti on the View. It's like she has no fucking idea what she's doing. And uh, I'm not going to waste too many words on this and don't waste your time on it. You can skip that. But there was a worse project, and that is Fat Joe's Family Ties. Oh, no. I hated it. It was one of the most (laughs) boring albums I've heard this decade. Oh, no. I hated it. I think, look, the beats were, some of them were decent. Some of them were just boring derivative swill. Fat Joe and Dre are almost sinful on this album, especially after Fat Joe claimed he was going to drop the first classic New York album and hit the, the first classic album New York had heard in years. But this is just garbage, man. Dre, who I've heard, someone's been trying to push Dre on me for about three years, and I wish people would stop doing this because he's like the the bargain bin whoever you want. Like he can do whatever, but it just doesn't sound anything. I'm like, what is this? It's like eating. Tof- flavorless tofu and <laughs> Fat Joe sounds like he's run out of anything to say and oh. I wouldn't be surprised if he came out and said hey I just cut and pasted random bars from my old albums out of context <laughs> onto every verse of this album I'd be like oh okay but I love Fat Joe man I think he's an underrated <laughs> MC and a, a personality oh. and his podcast is amazing but this oh. is a this is a swipe left for me I'm, this is a hard swipe left <laughs> This is worse than Iki's EP. Oh, Lord. Okay. The reason why I find that so depressingly funny is because he was on one of the, the podcasts I listened to this week, and he was he was talking about that album dropping and putting so much passion into talking oh, about it. He was like, it took me two years to do this album. Oh, bro. He was like, I put in all this work. No, 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 no. It's like, this is going to be a classic. I'm calling it now. Not even like in a confident, like, you know, big balls kind of way. Just like, I truly believe it. He had like, actually, he had so much heart behind saying that kind of stuff. And you just tearing that shit down. It's just so sad. And you know what? After after listening to him talk about it, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a listen, uh, Fat Joe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook you up and give it a listen. I didn't, cause I've been, cause uh, I haven't listened. Well, just to say, I haven't listened to anything this week. Um, I've been re-listening to everything um, as uh, part of my list I'm doing. So uh, for those that don't know, I do uh, songs, EPs, and albums of the year at the end of the year, and I'm currently compiling those lists. I've already done uh, compiled those lists. I've locked them in uh, past couple, uh, a few days ago, and I'm writing them as I'm writing them well. I was writing them as we speak, but then Ben wanted to record, so yeah, I had up. to do that. Um, so, so yeah, no. So I had it. On, I've had it on the list. <laughs> and I was going to listen to it sometime next week, but I, I don't know now. Well, give it a spin because I want to know, know what you think. I want to. I want to hear what other people think about it because I'm listening to it and I'm just like, 
I can't. I felt the same when his last album, whatever. I think it was Plato or Plomo or whatever. With, yeah, the um, one with Remy. Yeah, yeah with yeah. Remy and and look, Rem I Rem was decent on it, but like Fat Joe, uh, bro, uh, what are you? Uh, I don't know, man. I love Fat yeah, Joe too. So I think he's a great guy. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm. I mean, he he really just he really sold it to me on the pod. I was just like. Yeah, you know what, Fadji, I'm gonna give you a bit of doubt. I'm gonna give it a spin because you are putting a lot of passion into this, and I feel what you're saying right there. So you know what? But you just tore that shit down. And that was so well, that was so funny and depressing at the same time. I felt I felt, I felt so bad. <laughs> oh man! Oh, it'll oh, do boy. 13k first week. It'll chart number 70, and it'll get a 60 on Metacritic, and no one will ever speak of it again. <laughs> That's my prediction. <laughs> It's sad. Oh, I'm sad. Kick it, kill it, kick him while he's down, uh, Ben. I down, put him down. Know? I'm allowed to kick him while he's down if I put him down there. <laughs> you're buried. You're buried eight feet deep, man. You're not burying that shit. Jesus yeah, Christ, man. he's never gonna get out. Apologies. Oh yeah. So, so aforementioned, I haven't listened to anything uh, this week. I've been listening to obviously uh, just uh, albums uh, for my top twenty. I've been listening to. Uh, a few EPs from my top ten EPs, um, and yeah, Benny's got to be on I'm, there, man. Benny's got to huh? be in that top ten. Benny, what are the EPs? Yeah, maybe. Oh, <laughs> if that's not a if that's not a certified plinth number one, and then everyone else is like looking. Oh, I, I don't, I don't rank EPs. I don't rank EPs. I just okay, rank okay. albums. Fuck, um, fair I, 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 I feel like with EPs, like they're so EPs have so much variety. Um, that I can't, I don't feel like I can rank it because it's like, because sometimes people do EPs just because they've recorded a few songs and yeah, you know they just, just drop it, yeah. and then the, and then there's a and then there's people that have like a legitimate you know story behind it or whatever, and then and they drop it as that. You know what I mean? It's not, and you know it could have been an album, but they thought you know what I'm gonna end it there, and it's just five tracks. Here's an EP. So yeah. you know, it's it's too it's too much it's too much variety going on with EPs. So I don't feel confident in like ranking EPs. It doesn't really it it, it doesn't really really works for me. And same with yeah. songs, um, especially especially because songs for me is more yeah. uh, it's more subjective personally. Because the songs I've picked for my top twenty five now, I've actually added five that's, every year. <laughs> that's hard to do, but how the hell did you <laughs> nail it down to twenty five songs? Like, um. Out. Uh, I, 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 well, I had twenty like immediately because I just looked on my regular rotation. And I was just like, oh, give me okay. that, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, that was really quick. Oh, but there's like, there's like a few songs that I mess with. And what I do with um, uh, what I do with uh, well, all of my lists is that I don't have two of the same artist every time. Okay. Um, un- unless it's like, um, I've I've kind of half cheated with like a uh, with uh, Exile. Um, but that's, but you'll you'll see that when you see that. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't like to add I don't like to have two um eyes with the same thing. So I could have two Benny projects. I could have obviously had um, plugs and met and statue limitations. Um, and I've kind of ruined it. One of them's in there. So yeah, wow. one so of them's in there. I, I didn't want I didn't want to add the one. I didn't want to add another one because that's obviously just like you know, there's ten. You know, I could there was yeah, like yeah. three artists with EP with more than one EP, and I could have had them all in. That's just gonna be. That's just a bit sucky. So, <clears throat> so yeah. That's that's kind of my criteria. List, I'm keen for yeah, this. That's kind of my criteria when it comes to it. Um, and yeah, where 20, are you publishing 20, so, songs? Huh? 
Where are you publishing this list? Are you putting funny, off... Funny like, you say that, um, Ben. Um, uh, so if you guys hit up uh, www.the5thelement.org.uk, uh, uh, you'll find that there. If you follow, um, you know, at the fifth element underscore UK on the IG, on the Twitter, it'll be it'll be all there in terms of me hyping up. Once I finish uh, writing writing the lists, uh, I'm going like, to obviously do all the, all the pluggy stuff. And uh, yeah, so if you, if you guys uh, stay tuned on that front, uh, you'll you'll be, you'll be seeing them. So, so nice. All right, man. Good, good shit. Good shit, Ben. Good good shit. Nice way. Nice way to finish it off. So, <laughs> um, plug in over. Um, it didn't even. I didn't even mean to make it a big plug fest, but here we go. No, but that's yeah. gonna be interesting, man. I'm excited for that because uh, I don't know. Like I used to do it as well, and I don't know. Yeah. I used to do my top fifty. But uh, albums, Ooh, okay. I don't know. Um, well, I was, yeah, I was, but I don't know how the hell you're going to do that. But so I'm interested to see, man. I want to listen because going back over your decade list was super interesting. And obviously, yeah. every every week we get in here and we talk about new music. And I've, you know, listened to the, I guess the, yeah. the new popular stuff. And you've listened to some cool shit that I never fucking heard of. I want to fucking dive into that, man. I'm, I'm excited. I think everyone out there, like, if you're listening to this and you want to like listen to some dope hip hop and you haven't done it before because people say this to me on instagram they're like oh you put me on to this or i listen to this because of you listen mm. to charlie's listen to charlie's shit he's got good taste man i'm just i'm putting it out there go listen best up bro best up yeah no honestly these these free lists i feel i've, I've never felt good about like uh, the free lists i have because um i've i finally like f- shook off like uh the you know sometimes i always add something that you know, I can I can easily not add it or or put it down on the list if it's if it's an album. Um, but I just put it there because it's prominent. Um, so I've kind of I've kind of um finally shook that off. Um, in terms of like trying to please I don't know who. I'm just trying to please myself here. So um, I finally shook that off, and I feel I feel really good about it. Um, in terms of like what the what the lists have, what they entail. And uh, yeah, there's gonna be there's some there's some real gems in there that you I guarantee there's some there's some albums in there on the album list that you've never ever heard of, and they're gonna be above some albums that you have heard of, and you could be like, what the fuck? But listen to that shit when you listen to that shit, well, it's gonna be different. But anyway, all right, man. Uh, thanks for the plug. Um, well, for the for the for the kick up the ass to give my to give myself a plug, so, and right. we shall get into the episode itself. And um, wow. <laughs> obviously, the intro is a very <laughs> Uh, blunt in terms of uh, uh, how every uh, Jay Z hater talks about uh, that moment when Jay Z uh, quote unquote bought uh, a million a million sales or bought platinum uh, from Verizon uh, it was, it was Magna Samsung. Carta wasn't it? He's done it twice. He did it for oh, Magna done... Carta. He did it with Samsung, and then with Verizon, he did it with four four four. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. So. Fucking hell, okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, there you go. He's done it twice, and uh, yeah. So we're talking about um, certification and uh, basically going platinum, going gold. What does it mean these days? And I, I just wanted to talk about this personally because um, uh, I, I feel very jaded when it comes to it. Um, this obviously kind of harks, hops on the back of our um, streaming episode, if you guys want to go listen to that, or if you haven't already, uh, go back on that catalogue. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of like the main thing that irks me when it comes to streaming. Excuse me. Uh, there's a there's a lot of, a, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of negatives and positives you can find with streaming, and we've, and we've obviously named those over, over the episodes, but 
a clear negative for me personally is is quote unquote sales and streams mm. and you know all and all that kind of stuff and official numbers in that sense and you know I, this is part of the part of the catalyst for me talking about this was um for what Ben has been uh, posting the past <laughs> past couple of weeks in terms of his uh, uh decade in review for some artists and you know he posts artists here and there he's been doing that for the past uh, week or so and one of those stats is always just like how many times have you know they gone platinum or sold this uh, particular album, whatever. And I just look at it going, is it though? <laughs> Did he though? Did she though? You know, just just constantly doubting it. And uh, uh, and also this is part of uh, partly because uh, Ben came up, came to me on like a I think like a voice note uh, off wax talking about. Uh, I forget what, what what were you talking about? It was it was about Jay Z, wasn't it? It was about that particular argument. Um, uh, someone hitting him up, hitting him up on Twitter about Jay, and obviously yeah, the million yeah. the million sale things. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to tell that story right quick, if you if you feel like yeah, if you remember. I'll tell the I'll tell the story because I actually got. Uh, I'm not gonna blow who up blow up the person who G checked me on this, but someone actually from Rock Nation G checked me a while back because we were talking about bundles. And so what actually happened was I posted up Jay-Z's... I must have posted up how many platinum... Or how many how many consecutive number one albums he's had, okay? And this is what I want to speak about just super quickly. I want to distinguish between the certifications and billboard. So the RIAA is who assigns certifications. Billboard are the ones that create the charts. They're completely different organizations. They have nothing to do with each other. They have different ideas on what what constitutes a unit or a sales unit. So someone was saying to me that it was fake because Jay-Z had got, he'd sold those million copies of Magna Carta and 444 prior to them dropping and he went platinum the day they released. They said that those were counting towards his first week sales. That is actually not the case. And I understand why there's confusion because it's freaking confusing. So when Jay-Z sold those albums, they didn't count towards his first week sales. His When he went number one, he went number one in addition to selling a million copies of his, uh, of his album before it even dropped. Now, Billboard is the outlet that assigns chart positions based on weekly consumption figures. So, for example, when Tyler beat DJ Khaled for the number one spot, that has nothing to do with the RIAA. That was Billboard. And they both have different views on streams, bundles, how they should count. Um, it's it's confusing as hell, but, uh, yeah, that, that might be helpful for people to understand. So, yeah, um, it's just um, it, it, it can get confusing, isn't it? And that's basically what I guess I want to do here in the, in terms of the whole conversation is just like try and clear how stuff works. And um, I'm relying a lot on uh, Ben's, I guess, uh, expertise here in terms of like how obviously the game works and that kind of stuff. But I guess I'll start off with, um, in terms of why, th- in terms of how I think about it is, well, I really, already have in, the, in a sense. It's just, I don't really... I don't really see it as anything anymore. Um, I think I, I think I told you this. I there was like a video that was um, making the rounds around uh, a particular social circles, and uh, it was like a it was like a time lapse uh, bar chart, one of those kind of things of uh, artists in artist sales, 
and it started in like the 60s and you know they go by and it goes by quarter of the year um and you know obviously started for beatles and led zeppelin and all that stuff and then went to michael jackson and george michael or whatever prince and then uh then went to 50 cent eminem started coming through da, 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 da. and then when it's when it got to like i think 2008 2009 2010 that kind of area numbers just started looking stupid basically mm. put it put it simply numbers started looking stupid like it just it just it's like it, it, they, they just got so bloated you know what um, it reminded me of not to cut you off but when i was in school yeah. we were studying economics obviously and we studied <laughs> hyperinflation so in zimbabwe for example it came to a point yes. where you would Good need job. like one billion of their currency <laughs> to buy a loaf of bread and people were turning yeah. up to shops with wheelbarrows yeah. full of money and so a dollar yeah. was not a dollar anymore, you know, and yeah. that's, I understand your your argument and I think that's a good comparison to draw because all of a sudden it's like, perfect, well, yeah. how do we draw comparisons anymore? So yeah, sorry, continue. No, no, that's a perfect comparison. I remember talk, I, I talked about that on What's Good one time talking about Zimbabwe. I think it was after Robin Mugabe died and yeah, that was one of the crazy. points made in terms of like his legacy in terms of the article I, wrote, uh, I read. Um but yeah, that's that's a that's a perfect example in terms of just how it works. So you know you have like, so obviously the first set was uh, of of uh, oversized like numbers was just like the Beatles and their numbers, and obviously they looked very logical. You know, if it, if they went platinum, it was obviously a big deal because that means they someone a million people or you know one person bought a million uh, records or, or, and and everywhere in between in that particular number, and. Obviously now, you know I can. I, I I don't really. I can't. You can't really. I mean, this is probably uh, longer in the conversation. But you, a you can't trust it, and b, uh, it's just it, it just looks it looks silly. It really does look silly. People go and platinum in like a day, or whatever. And you know, it, it makes it, when it comes to like stuff like you know YouTube views. Nobody cares because it's you because it's YouTube views. I mean, I mean, it's it's not it's not like it's not like music where we generally care about these kind of numbers and you know these numbers equate to awards for some for some mm, uh, people. Definitely. Obviously, B- Billboard do their awards based on numbers. You know, it's not exactly it's it's more like a popularity award in that in that sense um, compared to other other awards that try and base it on the quote unquote the art. And how they see the art, quote unquote, um, or that particular genre, uh, <laughs> Grammys, um, and it's just, it, it it doesn't really it's it's so skewed now. It, it really is so skewed now. So I don't I don't really. I my my whole opinion is is just like I don't really I can't care for it at all. Like I see you know I see uh, I see one artist that like you know that is you know not popping. Um, you know, people I've interviewed in the past few years. Uh, one of them, shout out to Aura Major, recently got a, a million Spotify streams on a couple of his songs and, like, you know, had the plaques and he took a picture of the plaques delivered to him. Oh, and sick. I genuinely believe that those streams are legitimate because, you know, he does. He, he is, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not his, he's independent. It's not like he's got a, a, a stream farm anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, 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 it feels, that feels earned. But when I see, you know, just any, not, not even, not even any, name any popular artist, to be honest, because 
I have to I have to I have to question any, every one of them. I don't, it's not just it's not just Drake or Nicki Minaj or Jay. It could be it could be whoever you like. It could be J Cole. It could possibly be Kendrick. We don't know. We really don't know. There's a shroud in, ter- in terms of that. You just see the numbers and you just can't. I, I don't know how people can just see that and see an artist say like, "Yo guys, we've gone platinum. Let's get it." Da da da. Uh uh-uh, And just take that as face value. I just feel, I just feel like that's impossible now. Well, let me give a little bit of back. So I I'm gonna come from a different the opposite direction to Charlie because I think that certifications have become even more accurate now. I don't think they were super accurate before. I don't think they're super accurate now. But I think they're a little bit more accurate now. Yes, we can talk about stream farms and things like that and we'll get to that. But because it's now about consumption rather than simple shipment of units. Now, I think that that is a, a more accurate marker of how popular a song is or how popular an album is because it's it's counting how many times people listen. Like you might have bought an album in 2001 and, and listened to it 10,000 times and freaking uh, like ripped a copy for like 12 of your mates and they all listened to it a thousand times. It's, it's one sale versus nowadays it would probably class as four. Mm. And that's mm. a lot. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot when you're talking about one unit, but if you're talking about 100,000 units, all of a sudden you're going from 100K first week to 400K first week, and you might have one of the highest selling first weeks of the year. So that's a different thing. And I know that's Billboard. Um, so I don't want to, I also want to say that everything we say, everything I say on here is going to be related to the RIAA. So um, nothing, nothing of this is Billboard. It's completely separate, and it is complicated why. Uh, so we might have a conversation about that one day too because it's all linked. It's intrinsically linked. It could be a part two to this conversation. But the thing about it is why Charlie's getting confused is because it is freaking confusing. So <laughs> let me just get this stuff up here that I have. So it was in 2013 that the RIA changed their uh, criteria to include streams in their single certification. So prior to January 2013, uh, streams didn't count at all. It was just digital sales, you know, on iTunes and physical copy units. They were including them in the 10 digital units number. So 10 audio streams counted for one, sorry, it was 100. 100 audio streams counted for one unit. In 20, uh, albums still weren't included. So streams of albums weren't included at this point. And then on the 1st of February, 2016, they changed to include audio streams into their album category. I'm sorry if this is getting confusing. 1,500 streams of a song equaled one unit or 10 track downloads. So assuming iTunes, you've downloaded uh, 10 of the tracks off the album, that's one unit. And then they changed it to 150 streams for a song, which is just a tenth of the album category, which is a little bit confusing. So... The thing that made it even more confusing is they now counted when an album dropped, if it had a song, like for example, Scorpion by Drake, I think it either went gold or platinum the day of release because God's plan had been out for, you know, six months prior. Same with um, uh, Hotline Bling on Views. So when those albums dropped, it didn't count towards their first weeks, but it counted towards their certification numbers because they put that song on the album. So all of a sudden... Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, Bodak Yellow, Cardi B went gold the day of release. All of a sudden, yeah, like, <laughs> that album has because it was the uh, I think it's the fifteen hundred streams equals one unit, and say I don't know, 
whatever had been streamed uh, X amount of times, that equals 100,000 or 500,000 units, you have a gold album as, as soon as it drops. So that's freaking confusing. But when you look at their criteria, it's even more confusing because now they're talking about bundles as well. So albums bundled with other products and sold to consumers can be eligible under their gold and platinum program if they meet the requirements, which are they have to be sold at a minimum $6 premium per album when compared to the standalone product's price. Products bundled with two albums must be sold at $12 premium. Like it's, bro, it's freaking confusing. And um, I can understand why people get really confused about this because we're just gonna, we, we just have to take this, like people like me do do have to know what's going into these numbers because someone uh, who I've unfortunately had to block on hip hop numbers but they give me some great advice sometimes and some in, insight. But they they're a, they're a diehard Eminem stan, and so anything that's not pro Eminem, they just try to tear down. But they made the the great point that you can't compare album sales to single sales, and it is a good point. You know, when when you look at an artist like Drake with two hundred fifty million like RIAA certifications, and then you come to Eminem with one hundred eighty three, but Eminem's got two diamond albums drake doesn't have a diamond album drake most the bulk of drake sales come from singles and you only need 150 streams for one unit of a single but you need 1500 streams for one unit of an album so now you can see how freaking confusing this thing really is and it's i'm i hope i broke that down for people okay because yeah it's man it's it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know why they're making it so complicated. I I don't know what the point of it is. Back in the day, it, but I mean, even back in the day, it wasn't super accurate. So when they went gold or platinum and artist, it was only for for copies shipped, not copies sold. So theoretically, they were oh, bought. Really? Yeah. So it was only okay. for the amount of copies they'd shipped to record stores around the country. Mm. So. Not okay. not the amount of albums in a consumer listener's hand, the amount of albums the amount of albums that were in store for purchase. So if you didn't purchase it, it didn't matter. It was already a sale. Now obviously if you go in there and buy it like freaking hotcakes, they're gonna have to order more and they're gonna sell more. So their their mm. numbers are gonna go up. But that's why you see you used to see huge drop offs. Kanye West used to drop like dramatically and everyone did it. Everyone dropped dramatically. Because uh, stores would over-purchase first, and then they just hold the stock. You can hold like a CD in stock for 15 years, and if you know it's going to sell. So you might buy 500,000 copies first week and never place another order. And that artist would sell 500,000 first week and go gold, but they'll never get certified again. It doesn't even matter if those 500,000 copies are bought by listeners. It's still counted as a gold certification. So that was with, with that whole Carter 3 thing where a lot of people said that Birdman was the one who bought like 600,000 of those copies and to increase the, the numbers. Um, and, and labels would overship. And then, you know, that's why you go to your CD store and you've got like 12 copies of some album. Like t- every time, it's so funny in Australia, every time I go to JB Hi-Fi, which is our like record store, like our chain record store, always at least three or four copies of Timberland and Magoo's album for like a dollar in every freaking store all around Sydney. So there must be like hundreds of these freaking CDs that they, they overshipped and weren't able to sell. 
Um, so yeah, that I understand why it's confusing, man. It's it's freaking confusing as hell. Okay, so even in I I, I legit didn't even know it was about you know shipped cells and not actually yeah. you know copped. And I can understand like and even thinking about that now, um, now that I know that is understandable because. If someone cops an album, then how long would it take for, uh, I don't know, I guess every record store to say how many sold, and then they can pass it off to whatever governing body you need to send it off to, and you know, yeah, I mean, it just seems that just yeah. seems a bit of a trick. So I guess shipping numbers makes more, much more, much more sense and makes life much more easier. But um, okay, so. You're saying you're saying that it's obviously convoluted, and I guarantee you that when I listen to this back, I'm just going to be rewinding and <laughs> play it again, and just rewind and play it again. Going, wait, so all oh, right, okay, uh, wait, what? Okay, let me rewind. Yeah. I'm just going to be doing that a lot uh, after I'm, after after this is recorded. Um, but yeah, that's okay. So, what would you suggest if you have anything um, in terms of simplifying it? Because I feel like there is something that always can be done when it comes to this this reminds me a lot of um this reminds me a lot of motorsport um and some other sports uh where uh, well take f1 for example uh in the next couple of years they're going to have like a, a completely brand new design of their cars and they're going to be slower and that means there won't be any more you know lap records or any of that kind of stuff uh, yeah. But obviously, he's supposed to be beneficiary from any other things, such as uh, actual racing and passing and overtaking and all that garbage, and all that jargon. So, um, you know, obviously, the in terms of like motorsport it has to ch- it has to constantly chop and change every ten or so years, and that's what they have they have done in the uh, in in the past few decades for F one. But um, I feel like this is the same thing where you can't. I guess we can't. I guess we can't uh, uh, weigh up sales in the way that we in the way that you can for like um, uh, another sport, athletics, for example. You know, a hundred meters, that record's pretty clear. <laughs> if if you run fast, you get you, you might get the record. You know what I mean? This is this is pretty cut and dry. Um, so in 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 music's case and in certifications you obviously can't do that because um it's the the rules have and the uh the requirements have chopped and changed in uh, in many years and obviously streaming has just been the i guess the 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 biggest change in terms of uh, trying to uh, get the numbers down and actually get an accurate number so um yeah how would, if if you have any ideas on how to uh, simplify it how would you potentially simplify it cuz i ain't got fuck all <laughs> I hear that. Well, what you're describing, I mean, even looking at athletics and saying that that's uh, a more pure number, I mean, how many records are still standing from, say, the 80s or, like, the 70s? Yeah. You know? Yeah, good point. Even even something that's as simple as running down a track for 100 meters with just a pair of shoes on, yeah, it still has always increased over time. Like, the 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 margins have decreased and the records have increased. It's It's just the way of human existence where we are just evolving we're evolving and we're trying to do things better more efficiently and so it's a little bit different with music because as you say now it's gotten really convoluted um and there are a whole other factors that now have to be taken into account they had to do that obviously when digital sales came in but it was a bit easier like 
but but even then, you know, it was easier to buy a copy off iTunes than it was to go to a store. And exactly. now all of a sudden, so a good example of of how stark the difference is, right? Ever since they started introducing these streams into you know, going into certification, let's have a look at how many diamond plaques have been uh, assigned. So in 2019, Plops. this is crazy. So in 2019, there were 14. In 2018, there were 14. In 2017, there were 13. 2016, 7. 2015, 6. 2014, 4. 2013, 1. 2012, 4. It just, there's no mm. more in double figures. Like it's, it's it crazy. A correlation it's just, there. Yeah, it drops off dramatically. And there were no mm. diamond hip-hop songs prior to streams becoming involved. The first was wow, really? Macklemore wow. and Ryan Lewis in 2015. Oh, sorry, the first was Eminem's Not Afraid. That's that's my bad. That was 2014. So that was a year. It was certified diamond a year after streams had become part of RIA certification. And since, since then, one, two... Three, four, five, six, six diamond songs where none had existed prior. So, with regards to simplifying, I don't think there is, I think that they've got a lot of people on this trying to work out how to simplify it already, and they clearly haven't worked out a way to. This is, this is as simple as they're going to make it. And we see this with them changing rules all the time. They always go back and then all of a sudden premium streams count for more and pay, unpaid streams count for less. Like They're trying to boil it down to the bare essentials. I don't know where they got the 1,500 streams equals one album come, figure from. Yeah. I, I don't understand how they could possibly have gotten that number from analytics. Like It just it doesn't make any sense if they polled people to see how often they listened to the digital single they bought and then 150 times and they're like, okay, so 150 streams equals one song. So that times that by 10 because we got like, so I, I, I don't know either. I don't know how you make it more simple. The only, the only way that I can talk about here is how we make comparison of the eras more simple. And I mm. think we just put more weight on prior eras. And I think that's what we have to do. And so when we see someone like Drake with 250 million certifications, and then we see artists like the Beatles with something like, I think they were 300 or something like, or 500 or something crazy. I've done, I've got the numbers somewhere, but they're still well ahead of Drake. We just say, oh shit, Drake's not on the Beatles level. Like that's intense. And even if Drake does pull up next to the Beatles, we say, eh, nah, not really. So we have to think about it subjectively uh, as fans. And I actually had a phone call with someone from a major label and they were talking about specifically about Billboard's numbers, but about this whole, like, it's it's almost like an or, a living organism of itself that exists separate of music. And, you know, Billboard's in it, RIAA's in it. It's all about numbers. But but this person from this record label said to me, it's all fugazi. It's, it's fake. None of it's real. It's just made up stuff. They're just coming up with random numbers to make up things and it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have anything to do with the art or the music or the artist themselves. And so they said to me that in 10 years time, all of it would be gone. And things like, they were, you know, they were, I guess, being nice to me or buttering me up and they were saying hip hop numbers will be something that will exist in perpetuity because it doesn't rely on that. But this person said that everything that does rely on those ecosystems will die because people are just going to get bored. They're just going to be like, this doesn't make any sense. 
And the, mm. but the, I I don't think that will happen because charts are still so massive and everyone still cares about charts. But yeah, I, I, honestly, to answer your question, I I don't have an approach, man. I don't I don't know how you simplify this. It has to be consumption has to count. Streaming has to count towards certifications. Mm. But how do we make that? palatable for people how do we make people understand that every week you see a new billboard re- uh, sorry a new um spotify record it's like yeah. uh so and so got streamed a trillion times in the last four <laughs> days it's like what the fuck are you saying what the fuck are you saying and i know that streaming farms we can get into streaming farms a little bit i know they must exist but like bro and and you think about it title doesn't even report their numbers so when uh, Life yeah. of Pablo, for example, and and we've seen we've seen artists try and exist outside of this space. Kanye did it with Life of Pablo, still went number one, but people were still so intensely focused on on Pablo and its numbers, even though Kanye clearly didn't give a fuck about it because he botched the release. He made it title exclusive for like two months or something. Title don't even report numbers, so it couldn't be certified. Nothing could happen with it. And then it went number one anyway with 90,000 sold first week. <laughs> and people still cared. I was like, and then when Jay-Z and Beyonce went number two a couple of, uh, last year with Everything Is Love, and they yeah. said explicitly, like, we don't care about Billboard, everyone still cared. And I, I just, well, I'm sorry, I well, went off on a tangent there, but I well, don't know, man. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's conversation. That's, that's, that's the reason why people care about it. Um, it's content. I, probably don't really agree in terms of like 10 years down the line they'd be you know extinct or whatever um at minimum it's just going to be a great conversational thing maybe as a you know a a viable organization i guess maybe not um but i don't really have the knowledge to uh, agree with that or disagree with that to be honest but um yeah as a conversational piece of course it's just gonna you know constantly be talked about stats always talked about um you know, it's, it reminds me of like uh, whenever people mention, like talk about NBA or basketball. It's just like, oh, this 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 person um, has like you know ten triple doubles and all this and all this stuff, and they're like, yeah, but he's not like this guy. He's got this this many, whatever. And it's all the stat. It's all the stat game. And you know, that's that's what some fans of some artists like to mention as soon as possible. Nicky you know, not. it's just sometimes how it goes. Drake. When it comes to some, no, no, I didn't say, I didn't say Drake. Don't know what you're talking about. Didn't say Drake. That's uh-huh, that's your words. Yeah, that's, that's from that's from uh, Mr. Soldier. Ben Carter, uh, and uh, Charlie Taylor OVO has Soldier. nothing to do with that statement he threw OVO in there. Jordan he is not putting words into my mouth. <clears throat> but um, those OVO yeah, you know. Jordans look sick, but like still, I don't care if Drake never does anything for his artists. Those um, OVO Jordans are sick. Oh, anyway, so continue. Too fun. Too much fun. But. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's just it's just a it's always a conversation thing. It re- it really is always a conversation thing. You know, it's, it's it always it always be that. If not, if if it's not an official thing, then it's a conversation thing. Like like you said with Pablo, like there's no possible way they could have gotten the numbers unless they got it leaked from someone at Tidal with some analytical. Uh, 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 what's the word? A jurisdiction, whatever. You know, it, unless that happened, then you don't know if he, if he uh, uh, lashed ninety k. You you don't know. And I guess in that case, there will be many a time when something like that will happen, and it has and it has happened several times over the years. And for for me personally, um, I stopped caring 
or I just got like you know like I've been saying the whole episode jaded about this. Um, when uh, what was it? When Nicki Minaj broke an Aretha Franklin record, uh-huh. and I was just like, uh... no, no, we're not gonna do this. No, I'm just done. I'm done with this. Like, if you're gonna do that, then I don't care anymore. There's no, there's no fucking point because there isn't. There's, it's just not. It's just not. It it doesn't square up. Like it's it's it doesn't. There's there's a there's no correlation there. Um, it's it's clearly on different footing. So yeah, I can't. I asked you. I asked you pretty much an impossible question. I knew. And I knew it would be kind of impossible. Uh, it's and impossible. you know, like like you said, I don't really. Similar to you, I don't really have a particular answer in terms of like how to simplify it or just how to justify anything. To be honest, um, I guess in well, the case that it's all what what do you have? Well, no, 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 no. Keep going. Finish your point, because I got a, I got a point. Sorry, I thought you were finished. No, continue, continue. No, um, I was, just, no, I was just gonna say, like, whether, like, uh, like, like you said, it's just, uh, it just seems a bit all, is, it's kind of fugazi, and, uh, you know, in that, in that case, I'm a little bit right, but, um, yeah, I think, I think on both sides of the fence here, um, in terms of what we're talking about, um, you're right in many respects, I'm low-key right in many respects, but it's just. It, it it's kind of it's just a it's just all a clusterfuck. If you, it, I think it just judges upon if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it. Like I can happily big up Warren Major for the million Spotify streams, but I ain't talking about Nicki Minaj breaking the Reefer Franken record, guys. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not entertaining that. I can't entertain that. And obviously, you mentioned streaming farms, and there's not really much to say about it. They exist. That's not a tinfoil hat thing. They exist. Charlie's seen him. Charlie fucking seen him. He he goes deep they, on this podcast, man. Hey. He went out and did some recon. He flew to America. He Fuck pulled off. up on these record labels. He went down to the basement. He's like, I fucking knew it, bro. They got fifteen hundred phones down here. And then he texts me. He's like, Oh, I've got the best idea. We've got to do this podcast. And he's very humble. He won't even tell you we went to all that effort. He'll just say, I know it exists. Man. Very humble. Uh, make your fucking point. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so the point I was going to make is, and it's it's separate from this, and I think this is a reason why these numbers have such a pull on people, is this. Running hip-hop numbers for the last however many months, especially during 2019, where, you know, we can agree there's been a lot of good music come out, but it's nothing like 2018, which was wild. There was just infinite content to speak about every day in 2018. Something crazy happened. In mainstream happened. sense, yes. So, yeah, in a mainstream sense. And so you look around and all of these outlets, you know, Genius, Hip Hop DX, et cetera, et cetera, Uprox, blah, blah, blah. They're just looking for content. They need content. They're not creatives. They, they're not creating their own content. They might have journalists writing for them who will write a long in-depth article and they'll pay them like pennies for it and they'll post it like one every day. But they're putting out 10 tweets a day. They need content. And sales and RIA certifications is content. It's great content. You see me do it, man. You see me do it all the time. And I'm I'm yep. not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from it. I'm not gonna say, Oh, I'm more pure than that or I'm more authentic than that. Fuck that, man. I want a lot of followers, I want a lot of engagement, I have discussions with people. We we wouldn't even have this discussion if it wasn't for me posting that stuff up on my page. And yep. I think that's why it's always gonna continue. You know, there's an account on Twitter people already know it probably chart data I wonder how many followers they've got now but they literally yeah. the entire and, and I don't think chart data likes me very they, they're up to 304,000 followers man 304,000 
And I don't think they like me very much because they actually jumped the gun on the little Nas X diamond certification. They were told by, uh, I'm not going to say that actually, they, po- they, they posted that it was diamond prior to it actually going diamond. And the RIA called them out and said, no, 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 we assigned the diamond plaques and it's not certified <laughs> diamond. But the problem was little Nas, X, little Nas X has already retweeted Chart Data's tweet. So it had already gone viral. Little Nas X was like, oh, I'm diamond, man. Old Town Road, Old Town Road. And, and Chart Data exists purely just so that it can report on charts man like you go on their thing it's just it's not a i don't think it's a human behind well there are humans i've spoken to them but like it must be automated and it's just like most stream female artists on global spotify uh you know adele's 21 has now got 2.5 billion streams on spotify if if you don't like this fugazi uh aspect of these charts hit up chart data and and like be like whoa shit like what none of this means anything like I don't understand what any of this means. It looks like as Charlie and I were speaking off air about like not understanding things and and reading like nuclear physics textbooks and thinking it was hieroglyphics. That's what this <laughs> might look like to you if you don't know anything about charts. And so I think what people have to understand is, and and this is why I don't think that they'll, they're going anywhere. And and maybe when this person from this label, I I still think they were just trying to I don't know stroke my ego a little bit. Um, <laughs> But it's not going to go anywhere, man, because people are just going to report on it endlessly because it gets clicks, it gets views, people are engaged, it ranks things, it lists things. Humans love that. Humans love order and hierarchy. Oh, they yeah. adore it, man. And they can, I don't think they I'm doing de- lists, bruv. I love that shit. <laughs> That's the thing, man. They can debate it forever. And you know yeah, how man. easy it is. You know how easy it is to go on an artist's page on RIA and just count out certifications? It takes 10 minutes. Like, yeah. I might do... Like, I'm doing this J. Cole stuff at the moment behind the scenes, and people on Twitter will know what that is. It takes me, like, 20 minutes to do a song. Now, I like, I do go on freaking RIAA, and I've got a tweet ready that's going to get 800,000 views, and it's ready in 20 minutes. Done. Easy. Like, of course people are going to gravitate towards that. And so I, I, I just think it's going to continue, and I personally don't place much importance on it uh, as a as a like just as ben not as hip-hop numbers i place a lot of importance on it as hip-hop numbers because i think it's an important piece of content but as ben i don't care that drake's got 250 million streams what it does show to me is the way firstly labels it shows me which labels are adapting to the streaming era the best and i think warner is the one who's done the best if you look at warner's artists and you look at their streaming numbers, it is wild. Lil Nas X was Warner, uh, Cardi B's Warner. They've been killing it. But at the same time, it also shows me the artists that have adapted to streaming the best. And Drake is clearly one of them. Nicki's one of them. Um, and you look at the correlations between social media following and RIA certifications, and you see that social media following has become the new marketing. So there are ways to gather genuine information from these numbers. But personally, I don't think these numbers themselves are that information. I don't think you can't really compare eras anymore. It's just like, this is separate now. We're in a whole new ball game now, and everything that happens from here on in started at 2013, and we have to take it from 2013. <sighs> well, I guess the uh, conclusion is we're in the matrix and nothing matters. Okay, let's get into a lighter note. <laughs> um, 
So I don't know if, uh, well, you, I think, well, you obviously mentioned your Spotify wrapped and I thought it'd be fun to uh, go through our Spotify wrapped because right. um, I just, uh, and also some, uh, I did some numbers on my, of, of my own, uh, some little number digging on my own and it's kind of, I, I don't know if it's depressing or not, so I'll get to that in a bit. So uh, uh, you, you probably haven't loaded up your uh, Spotify uh, yeah, wrapped, but I'll just, I'll just uh, give mine. So uh, my top five, uh, do you want to, actually, <laughs> That'll be fun. Do you want to guess my uh, top five of this year? Or How the hell am I... I can't guess that. Dave will be in there. Uh, no, actually, no. I was Ocean surprised, Wisdom. actually, that he wasn't in there, but no. Blue and Exile? Blue is number five. Uh, gotta be Rhapsody. <sighs> no, actually, no. Little no. Sims? Number si- Little Sims is number two. What's your number one, I wonder? I can't even think, eh? You hit me. How sweet you saw an IG. <laughs> oh, I did probably. Oh, I saw an IG, but you know you what you did. You just aired that shit. You were like, skip, 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 skip. Oh, uh, yeah. um, so, number five was Blue. Number four is Common. Number three, Anson Pack. Number two, Little Sims. Number one is Kendrick Lamar. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I figured because Kendrick hadn't had Bro, be that, top, be that top five from a pen game, like musician sip standpoint, like, honestly. That is dumb. That is Wait, absurd. say it again. Number five, Common? No, number five, Blue. Number four, Common. Yeah. Number three, Anderson Pack. Number two, Little Sims. Number one, Kendrick. That's a wild top five. That's a, mm. you, See, I told you guys. Charlie got the taste, <laughs> man. Charlie got the freaking taste. you got to plug into Fifth Element because he's going to put you up on some game. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I've, uh, I didn't like the top genre thing because uh, like, the top one was hip-hop. Then it was like alternative R&B. And then the third one was like UK alternative hip-hop. I was like... Yeah. What the fuck is UK alternative hip hop? Why don't you just give me alternative hip hop? And I also, guys, I also got pop rap, um, which 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 made me laugh because I was just like, everyone was asking, uh, what what is pop rap? And I'm like, you guys are behind because because <laughs> that thing's that's been a thing for a while. <laughs> um, yeah, pop I, rap. I, I, I don't know, but um, yeah, for a decade, for a decade, is actually a master ace, Oren Major. Shout out Oren. Uh, Anson Pack, Little Sims, and Kendrick. So, uh, and Dave Stratham is on top songs. So there you go. That's one. But um, overall, I just wanted to. I, I got like a. I think my overall number for music Spotify wise was just like um, forty k, forty k minutes. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, that's a significant improvement from like I think twenty eight k from last year. But I feel like. I feel like I've listened to more things, and I have, because obviously I listen to a lot of podcasts as well as music. As it turns out, um, I, I, I uh, got some stats from my native uh, podcast player that's not like, it's one of those third-party ones that, that go off RSS feeds. Um, okay. I, just find it, I just find it easier. And um, uh, they have like the stats from, well, for, from March, actually, for some reason. I don't know why they didn't have the whole year, but um, just for March... Oh yeah, it's because I got a new phone. That's why. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so from March from March till now, I've listened to forty five k minutes of podcasts. That's a lot, man. Is it? <laughs> and that's not even accounted for like the the months before then. So let's just round it up to like fifty k. And it's also add like you know the Spotify podcasts that I listen to as well. Obviously, like dissect and uh, Jamel Hills Unbothered and Reggie Yates podcasts and stuff like that. So. That's probably another K. So yeah, about fifty, about fifty K rounding up. So that's night. So what? That's ninety K, music and podcasts like audio 
And oh, I haven't even added audiobooks. I don't. I don't even want to. I don't, I don't even want to, bruv. <laughs> oh my days, I'll be nutty. Content, but man. yeah, no. That's just. Is that is that a lot? Ninety k. Well, as a comparison, so my final numbers came up. So for Spotify alone, it was eighty four k music, and I think it was. They said that I'd list my top podcast was Joe Biden, and I'd listen to it like fifteen k minutes. So that's what hundred yeah. k. But in comparison to my three years prior, all of them were above two thirty k. But minutes, yeah, I was listening to wild amounts of music. Fuck like I listen hell. to music while I sleep, for example. So while uh, I'm asleep, yeah. I do that with podcasts. Music. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's playing, and then yeah, it helps me to sleep. So you know, I think what your I think your number is very respectable. It's probably around similar to my number, although we're not counting like CDs and title. And I've I assume I'm around one hundred fifty k. If we include everything, Sheesh. okay, but it's still a decent amount, man. All right, fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I just wanted my numbers to, I just wanted to get my numbers up from last year because I, I feel like it's, and, and the same with like listening to albums. I don't even, I don't know, I haven't counted the amount of albums I've listened to and like EPs and all that stuff. But um, I hope, I hope it's more than last year because I'm trying to like, I, I, I'm trying to get to like uh, at least like one a day i want like 365 like eps yeah. and albums i want to get to yeah, that that's level good. um yeah. i think past that is a bit this <laughs> is a bit nutty but uh uh but yeah that's 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 the goal um it's a it's a, i think it's a achievable it's like a good level of achievable but also requires a bit of work um because i don't actually another spotify stat that came up on my homepage and actually i don't know if it's still there but like uh yeah in 2019 i discovered 560 artists and mine pops up like that as well. I, d- I do not believe that. Five hundred. I mean, I've discovered some good people uh, in the past year. Um, I don't want to name, but um, yeah, I've discovered a few, a, a fair amount. But I think like it's stuff like I think Stevie Wonder was on there, and I think that's only because this, uh, like I just wanted to spend a week listening to like Stevie Wonder's Golden Golden Age of like them five albums that just like yeah. constantly charted and stuff like that. So I'm like from a. I think it's from like music of my mind to uh, songs in the key of life, those fi- uh, in be- and in between. Um, the only one I haven't yeah. listened to is songs in the key of life because that's actually like two and a half hours or some shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch the Irishman before I listen to that. I tell you, fuck you know. But um, yeah, no. So I've I'd, and you know that adds to the whole conversation. Like you know, I just really enjoy this kind of shit. I, I look forward I to too. stuff like this and uh, you Same. know end of year lists and end of decade lists. I love this shit. I really do. I love. I love me some lists, boy. I love me some lists. I love well, me I some stats F- as well. I got Last FM. Have you ever heard of that? Have you got it? I used to. I used to have it. Oh, um, not anymore. Bro. It was like, so it was, delicious. Yeah, it was like Since 14th of August 2012, I've listened to 332,000 songs, 6,900 artists. Like, it just gives you, like, the best fucking stats. And it's linked, obviously, to my Spotify and my title. And so everything I listen to gets logged. And, um, I adore it, man. I'm so yeah. I love that shit. But I think the my Spotify was weird. Like you're never gonna guess my top five. Two, two, three of them are hip hop artists. But I don't think you could guess even. Or you might be able to guess one of them. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Ben's top five. Okay. Um, see, I see. This is hard because. You listen to stuff because you yeah, have to, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not it's not like me where I'm just like I'm just like vibing, you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to find my eyes. Fuck. Um Okay. Um 
Well, Jay hasn't been on Spotify long enough, long enough <laughs> to be on the list. That's true. Uh, Lil Wayne. No. J. Cole. No. X. Yes. D, uh, not DMX, triple X. I, I want to stop yeah. this narrative because <laughs> people keep saying X and I'm like, X DMX? And they're like, no, XXX. And I'm like, yeah, I, say, X, I always X, say DMX X. anyway. I always say DMX oh, okay. anyway. Like, Fair. I, say Fair. The whole, I say the whole name. But yeah, yeah tri- X triple, X. triple X is triple my X, fifth. Yeah, triple, X. triple X is number five for me. Okay, that seems reasonable. Uh, well, Benny. Benny's not on here for some reason. I don't know. Wow, really? Uh, these numbers are weird, man. Wow. Look, Damn, I'll tell you what it surprising. is. We've got Cuddy at number four, which is obvious because I have to do uh, yeah, that thing. Kanye's at three. Now, oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm stupid. But I don't know how Kanye got in there over some other <laughs> artists. And then my top two are Ambient, so Lawrence English and William Basinski. Would, yeah, there it is. I wouldn't have got that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a tough fair one. Play, but, um, fair play. It doesn't yeah, have, yeah. It do, I'm not getting my Artist of the Decade for some reason. I don't know why that's not popping up. I don't know. I mean, I didn't even want it to be honest because I've only had I've only been using Spotify properly for like two years. I had it I've had it since 2016, but I didn't use it for like two years because I had something else, and I didn't think of using it. And then I started using it. I was like, oh wait, this is this is way better. So I'm, I'm just gonna move all my shit over to here. But yeah, no, I don't I don't think it's I didn't even you know I liked it. It was it was kind of on point, but you know it's, it doesn't really eh. It's only two years. It's not really my decade rap. You know what I mean? So, unless you've had Spotify since it began, then I guess it would work. But most people have had it for like I don't know, at least like three to three to eight years. So it doesn't really make sense. My numbers have been kind of wild, actually. My um, oh, actually, wait, just let me get to this. So, twenty seventeen, I listened to two hundred ninety five thousand minutes of music. Wooey. That was wild. Um, and here we go. The music that defines your decade. So you, you want to guess. You're never going to guess <laughs> what my top song is. And my... Uh, well, my top song of 20... My top song is Yuck by 2 Chains. <laughs> How wild is that? <laughs> so random. Hang on. What's uh, my artist of the decade? Oh, it's just is Max you really? No, 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 no. Two chains is oh. my my artist of the okay. decade is um Max Cabacho, who's this really cool ambient like modern classical artist. Oh, um, so yeah, that was oh my top here my top artist of the decade Max Cabacho, William Basinski, Boards of Canada, Ishk. I bet no one knows who who they are. Maybe Boards of Canada. Kanye West came in at number five. Mm. Um. And my top genre is ambient. My top songs. This is actually funny. The fi- the fourth top song is called "Hide from the Light" by uh, Don't Eat Cake. It's like this British electro duo, and um, right. one of my friends is the singer. She sings the song, so I just put it on ultra repeat for like eight months. I just did not turn it off. I just had it fucking oh. playing. Constantly. Ben's a streaming farm. I streamed her. Ah. I, I upped the streaming numbers. Um, I never told her Ben's about that, that. I never told her about I that. I told she you lives lot. In the, she lives in the UK, so I might I might see her next next September when I come, and I'll say, "Hey, man, remember how? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was streaming farm. I I buffed those numbers up, but um, 
Yeah, I like the Spotify Wrapped, man. I really like it. I always look forward to it at the at the, the end of every year. I think it's a really cool idea that they've done it. Yeah, it's fun. All right, well, that's me. I don't know if you have something. Uh, no, I mean, I was going to talk about the Sydney fires. It's been it's been horrific out here. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I've never, I've never experienced conditions like this. For the last week, people have been wearing masks on the street. Um, at about 3 p.m., it's basically impossible to go outside. It's been brutal, and my thoughts are just with everyone who are enduring this at the moment, including myself and my family, because... We live right next to the bush, and luckily there's been no fires yet. But um, it's been a horrible place to be, Sydney. Uh, people don't... I guess you, you, people aren't confronted with the the kind of sobering truths of climate change until this happens. And then, you know, I've always been a climate change, like, advocate. I'm like, let's fucking... Not an advocate. I'm not I'm not a fan of it. But I'm always like... You're sticking do... your hand to trains yeah, or anything like that let's do something about it now like but obviously that's not happening at all especially in this country but um mm. it also reminded me of like the duality of just humanity because my friend who used to live in sydney you know it's been a horrid week in sydney everyone's very depressed everyone's down everyone's low because it could be weeks that we are still enduring this smoke haze and when i say it's awful man it's not it's not something it's not just a bit of smoke in the sky you can just smell the hint of bushfire like my dad couldn't get out of bed for two days because of respiratory problems and they're advising people not to go outside people on Mm. work sites are wearing like proper asbestos masks um it's for two days this week or last week now we had the second worst air quality in the world behind delhi and that's the highest, wow. the worst our air quality has ever been by like a massive margin. And mm. um, yeah, then I got a message from my friend who's sailing around the world at the moment and he's in fucking Antigua or wherever he is. And it was just completely opposite, obviously. You know, everything's great with him and everything's fine. Everything's fine. And there's, there's plenty of water. There's plenty of food. There's plenty of people. People are happy. And then I went out with my friend yesterday and we're just almost crying because it's just horrid here. I was like, holy mm. shit, man, this is a big, big world. And actually, you know, we have, uh, on that note, we have podcast listeners from like 26 countries. That's wild, oh, yes. man. Yes, yeah. So it is a big world, but it's a small world. So if you listen to us in a different country, shout out to you, shout out to you. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say, man. It's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a depressing thing, but um, it's a sobering reality and... I think the important thing is, even if you're not experiencing horrid conditions right now, but you're hearing about things on the news and you're thinking, oh, that could never happen to us. Man, look, it happens to one of us. It happens to all of us at this point. We're all part of the same planet. If it's happening to me in Sydney, it is affecting you because if Sydney becomes uninhabitable, if Bangladesh goes underwater, which they're predicting it might at some point, those people have to go somewhere. They, they might yeah. come to your country, and I'm not saying those mm-hmm. are bad people. I'm saying you're going to overcrowd your country. There's going to be even mm-hmm. more strain on resources. Droughts will become worse. Like, everything will get worse. So just take notice and be aware and um, educate yourself and, and try not to put your head in the sand as tempting as it is because it's on our doorstep already, man, and we got to actually start thinking about it and planning for it. Yeah, I feel like apathy is just like the just the killer right now where you just see things and, like, you could you just feel numb to it because it's like that's oh, not happening to me. It's like it's like ages away, and you yeah. know it's kind of like a, I guess that's kind of a, um, uh, I guess an evolutionary um, 
extension of like ourselves from back in the day where like obviously we can we can see stuff happening now like you know before there was tv i couldn't see what's happening in sydney right now you know what i mean like maybe you could get a radio bulletin and have someone describe it to you (laughs) you know what i mean or maybe you could have like a a newspaper and it's like like a black and white photo of like some smoke like you know it's not it's not detailed like it can be now you can get all the detail on every every tragedy happening in every minute if you really wanted to but because of that i think it just it triggers a lot of apathy for most people where like you know it's just there's so many things you can possibly care about and we should care about but because there's a lot of things we can care about i think we i think everyone has like a like a mental battery of like caring and of like empathy and if you empathize with one thing and just that thing, then that's all your energy is going to go to. You know, you don't see people advocating for several things. You know, Greta Thunberg isn't advocating for, I don't know, trans rights because <laughs> she's busy mm. doing climate crisis. You know what I mean? You can't focus on several things like that. So um, it's well, just a lot. Yeah, of... that, I mean, that's that's like a great, that's a really great point because you're yeah. 100% right. Like, I never thought of it like that, but you're 100% right. And it is actually healthy to disengage with things that you have no control over. Like, it, it's really unhealthy yeah. to try and control those things or to endlessly give emotional and physical energy to those things because you're just going to be completely exhausted. But I think... Mm-hmm. And, and someone posted something interesting the other day. They said just because someone doesn't speak out against something doesn't mean they're not against it. It's like you can't sit down and tweet about every single thing that ever happens and like give an opinion on it. It's like it's just not feasible. The thing that I think is different about this in particular is it is going to affect all of us at some point. And I personally think it will become the biggest thing in all of our lives at some stage. Whereas everything else, you know, like terrorism, for example, it's horrific and and people are killed needlessly. But like, it might affect me living in Sydney, but for someone on a farm in Queensland, it's never going to affect them. They they don't care. And so they're disengaging. But the issue Mm. is that people are disengaging and and apathetic. And apathy can be a a great protection mechanism. Like it can be really helpful and healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, But yeah, nowadays, you know, it's like, uh, the 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 farmer in Queensland is intrinsically linked to the vegan in Newtown in Sydney. Like they're they're experiencing the exact same thing, and that scares me because when you see something linking two people who are so polar opposite, it's like oh shit, that's a that's going to be a really big thing. That's a humanity problem, and um, it's going to be that man. It's going to be that. So people just got to just be thankful you're not living in Sydney right now, man. It's rough out here. Well, sorry about the, that. Imagine the, the pod on the pressing note. Um, there are streaming oh, farms. They exist. They exist, ladies and gentlemen. You know what we need? We need a drought on the streaming farms. We've got a drought on Australia's farms. We need the, the streaming farm drought. <laughs> I'll put I'll put my tinfoil hat on right now. Though, if you can no, you know. You don't even have a tinfoil hat. You fucking I'll pulled put it on up to right these, now, bro. these record labels. Charlie's it's, out it's, there with it's the right wire there, cutters. sitting on my head. <laughs> Charlie's out there with the wire cutters, and then as soon as he got in there, the base was like, "Aha! I fucking knew it." They're all documentary coming soon. (laughs) 
You're gonna get uh, Drake. Drake. Drake fans will hate you because it's their fallback. Nikki fans too. It's their fallback position. It's like, well, Drake has sold X amount of records, and you're like, well, that was fun. No, say what you said to me. Say what you said to me because I, because about remembering a Drake bar because that's interesting. <laughs> say it. No, I can't because that's gonna ruin it, isn't it? Like, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't give the goods like that. Jeez, man. What if they, what if they come at me and they're just gonna come at me with actual like with the evidence? And I'm there like, are... no, you have to do it on the spot, bro. You can't, there I can't are some give hard the, bars. I can't give the goods. Drake has some hard bars. Have me out bro. like a light, a like a light, a like a light. And on that a, note, through the flight, we shall leave it there. That's hard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this has been Ticket in Digits. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I have been Charlie Taylor of the Fifth Element. I've been Ben Carter of Hip Hop Numbers. <sighs> Seriously, name a good Drake bar. Come on, stop it. Let's, let's not act like he's top five. I told, look, right? it's my, not, let's stop this it. My favorite bar in 2018 <laughs> was A Wise Man Once Said Nothing at All. That's <laughs> oh, a fuck great. off. Oh, bro, seriously, a bit like a fucking Albert Camus said some shit like that, bro. Come on, man. Some some behavioral scientist said some shit like that. I don't know. Come on, bro. That sounds like a real. That sounds like a it's quote from level. Goodreads. I bet if I, I, I type that up on Goodreads right now, I'll find like five people that said the exact same thing in a different way. Stop that. Stop that. Great anyway, bar. where was I at? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yes, we shall see. We shall see you guys next time, next week, hopefully. Uh. Uh, what are we doing next? What's what's the thing next week? Um, I don't because obviously the last episode of the year. Oh wait, no no oh, normal wait, episode next week. Normal that? episode, normal regular episode next week. Nothing happening. Just some just some stuff. We don't we don't know yet. We haven't decided. But regular episode next week. Thirtieth uh, yes, is going to be the, yeah, the, that yeah. episode. Our our end of end of everything episode will come out on the first. That's wild. Yeah. Will it? Yeah. So we're gonna have an episode 31st. 31st on or first? Year's... Yeah. An episode uh, will come out on New Year's Day for Australians. That's going to yeah, be yeah, a there big you go. Yeah. yeah, so you That's can wake cool. up to it. That'll be fun. Wake um, up to it or go to sleep to it on New Year's Eve. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> I don't think I'll be doing that even, but okay. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, uh, have a good week, everybody. We'll try and have... We'll, uh, you have a good week. We'll try and do the same. But until the next time, there we go. Uh, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, peace. Digging in the Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is edited by me, music for the show, Pete's and video games by bonus points. Thanks to Chill Hop Records for the ability to use. Socials for the fifth element, hip hop on numbers, bonus points, and Chill Hop Records will be in the description wherever you're listening. This has been a fifth element podcast network and hip hop by numbers collaboration. Thanks for spending time with us. We shall see you next time on Digging in the Digits. Oh,